Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. It is Wednesday, March 16th, and today, bed day. Bed day. We have been looking forward to this for months. Uh, This is something I have been calling for, I think, since like October or November where this Fed meeting is going to be the one where they start to increase rates. So, little audience participation, please. If you don't mind, I'd love to get some audience participation. I believe there are four options today. Uh, About 11 o'clock Pacific, 2 o'clock Eastern. Here we go. One, they do nothing. They flap their lips. They do not raise the Fed funds rate. Who out there thinks it's going to be a big fat zero? Two, they could raise a quarter point uh, where they come out and say, we told you a quarter's coming, quarter's coming. Three, they could shock the market a little bit and do a half, which was the prevailing bet about 30 days ago, maybe 45. Or as somebody pointed out in our comments yesterday, They actually think the uh, Fed is going to come out uber aggressive in something I have not considered with a 75 basis point cut or a raise cut. Well, where'd that come from? Raise. So if you think it's going to be 75 uh, points or more, go ahead and leave comments below. I think those are the four. I'm going to stick to my guns and call for a half a point. I think it is the right answer. Uh, I think if you do a quarter point or zero, you help Wall Street. Uh, I am uh, about helping the middle class or Main Street. So let's do a half. Let's also come out and say we're serious. We're going to do what it takes. All of those things that you would hope to hear. So uh, uh, let's go with that. So a couple other things to let you know about are donations to the food bank of Fresno, which was a big part of our 500 goal on this channel is now over $13,000. Yes, folks, lots of you have stepped up, helped out, reached out, made your own donations. Let me know about it. It is amazing to think about when we started this last year, we were hoping for 5,000. Now we are at 13. Special shout out to Omar and um, the Lumberjack uh, landlord for their donations yesterday. So great work, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, other big news going on today. Some home builder articles have come out here recently. This is home builders. Uh, it looks like they are suddenly not as optimistic about sales given higher interest rates. Their expectations for future sales were down. Still, frankly, really good. Uh, but they did see a noticeable uh, tick downward. And that's what happens is rate rise. It's called demand destruction. Uh, And those are things that we are thinking about. So next up, the big news of the afternoon yesterday. Some of you sent this to me, and I thank you, thank you, thank you. Looks like Saudi Saudi Arabia is in talks with President Xi from China about potentially selling Saudi oil 
to China in China's currency. If you don't know about that, it is a big deal. Uh, it would basically be another dent in the U.S. dollar being the reserve currency of the world. It is currently just negotiations and a talk track. It is not done, as some people have tried to fear monger and talk about. Could it be done? Absolutely. Is it done? Not yet. So again, we need to uh, we need to certainly watch for that uh, because again, uh, part of what makes the dollar the reserve currency of the world is it is kind of it is the currency that oil is bought and sold with. So again, something to certainly watch for. Yeah, certainly something to watch for, and it really points out that uh, one second. Why do you do this every morning? Yeah, not sure if you heard him, uh, but yes, I thought he was asleep. But I think he, I don't know if he hears me talk or he sees me sit in his chair. I don't know what it is, but anyways. So again, back to the Saudi uh, and China discussion about oil in the Chinese currency. It is a big deal. It is absolutely a big deal. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a big deal. So we need to watch it and, and see what happens. Uh, other news yesterday, it looks like as expected, uh, I told you this about 30 days ago, something I was watching around the consumer was summer travel, summer booking. I have long theorized that we have bought enough stuff. We need to switch to experiences or services. Uh, it looks like Delta, United, Southwest, and American all have reported better than expected bookings. Uh, wouldn't shock me now if um, they start talking about higher fuel costs. Again, pri ticket prices are going to go up. Planes are going to be full. It's kind of a, I don't know why we don't see this coming, but it's a repeat of last summer. Uh, don't know if you've seen this, but oil, oil's dropped 27% from the peak. Yeah, one would think gas prices should start to go down here pretty soon. Uh, what we are seeing with gas prices is something that is known as price elasticity. Said simply, prices are sticky on the way down, right? That's just, that's why housing doesn't crash like stocks it is price elasticity. Uh, don't know if you've seen this, but again, I think I reported this two days ago, China lockdown, uh, zero tolerance of COVID is going to dent or hurt the supply chain going forward. This is not getting any better. Uh, so again, people that were trying to say the supply chain is getting better, it's simply not. Uh, looks like if you're in California, Gavin Newsom is looking to give away uh, some of our budget surplus. Again, I'm not a big fan of this because when the economy turns and California is struggling, we won't have those reserves and he'll just come out and raise taxes. He wants to give $3 billion away or $100 per car as a rebate for the gas tax. Gavin, Mr. King, Gavin Newsom, uh, use that money for infrastructure, build some dams so that we have water uh, as we go through our droughts. Stop trying to buy votes. Just a bad look, bad, God, just a bad look. Uh, Bank of America is out talking about the stock market. Basically, the retail investors have come out and bought the dip hand over fist. Uh, looking pretty good the last two days. Uh, looks like the market's up this morning. So again, 
uh, pretty interesting that they've said that the retail investor is coming in. I've got a couple of questions about stagflation and a recession. Can we have both? And the answer, at least from an economic perspective, is no. Uh, stagflation, part of the stagflation definition is uh, slow economic growth. Slow economic growth, not negative. If you go negative, uh, you actually have a recession. So uh, at least from a strict economic definition, you can't have stagflation and a recession. Frankly, stagflation is worse. And I may ask Anna Kelly about that later today. Stagflation is worse, in my opinion, as it kind of hurts uh, the tools that are ordinary for the Federal Reserve. A recession is demand destruction, negative GDP, and uh, kind of what you want to kind of peel back inflation. So, yes, you can't have stagflation and a recession, generally speaking. Uh, another article I got from uh, John Burns Real Estate Consulting. Again, if you're not following him on Twitter, you're really missing out. He puts out a lot of great um, real estate statistics, and I try to check him out almost every day. Builder gross margin are the highest on record, highest on record going back two decades. They are roughly 26%. I think it was 25.6%. Uh, they just rounded up to 26. So again, that is a record high. Again, not delivering as many units, but they do have record gross margin. Other interesting data collected yesterday about single family homes is investors in the last 90 days have purchased 18.4% of single family homes. The 10 year average is 12.6%. So investors, one rental at a time, Wall Street, hedge funds, whatever you wanna call it, uh, about a 50% increase in buying single family homes. Makes perfect sense, right? The best risk adjusted return the last couple of years has been the single family home. 71% of homes bought in February had uh, more than one offer. Historical average is 55%. Folks, again, this is something I told you was going to happen. Owner occupants who missed out in the winter, as soon as rates went up, were going to come racing off the sidelines. And that's exactly what happened. Interesting to think about, you would think war and the invasion of Ukraine would dent or hurt real estate. Turns out web traffic, web trends around real estate, real estate investing fell by only 3% since the invasion. So I would have expected more, but yeah, it fell about 3%. Interesting stat about last Sunday. Uh, last Sunday and the Sunday before, it uh, looks like open house traffic was down 13% uh, when compared to last year. Got to be careful. Last year was kind of a messy year. So the year-on-year comparisons are not as clean probably as they should be, but still interesting uh, data. More articles about the homeowners who have interest rates sub 3%. If you've watched my channel, you know that I believe we are going to have a lot less move up buyers. They're just going to stay put. 
Why pay more? Why have a higher rate? Another interesting twist on that fact is maybe if they do move, they actually turn their unit into a rental. I think that makes perfect sense. If you have a 2.75 mortgage, uh, they've done some math for me here. Let me get it. Uh, again, average PITI, average meaning national average, your payment would be $1,264. That's PITI, uh, principal interest tax insurance, uh, where your expected rent is $1,900. Sounds like positive cash flow to me. So again, I believe what the Fed has inadvertently done or a outcome of what has been done is we are going to have a lot less real estate transactions. The move up buyer, the that entry level home is going to be kept as a rental or you're not going to move. It is going to be the next five to 10 years, I think, have less transactions. It's going to be interesting to watch. Uh, retail sales came out today. Retail sales this is one of the numbers I talked about for the weekend. And as expected, they disappointed. Folks, I do not believe this rah, rah, the consumer is strong, blah, 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 BS. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Retail sales are not, underscore, not adjusted for inflation. What we got this morning was retail sales were up 0.3%. When you break it back, online shopping, aka buying stuff, was down 3.7%, but gas was up 5.3%. Folks, when you take retail sales of up 0.3% and you realize the price increase that was reported last week was 0.8, you actually have negative retail sales. These economic statistics really can fool you if you are not paying attention. So again, retail sales were negative when adjusted for inflation. Uh, so again, this is, oh, one more thing. I got an interesting idea from you. I was talking to a real estate agent. This is something if you are looking to buy a home that you might want to, uh, might want to leverage. I thought this was an interesting twist. A lot of you, including me, have put in your offer something like this, you know, $250,000 offer expires 5 p.m. tonight or tomorrow, right? You try to put, you try to create urgency with a deadline. Most sellers are like, forget that today. Instead, twist that. Instead of saying my offer blows up at 5 p.m., actually offer a bonus. You could say, I will increase my offer by five grand if you accept by 5 p.m. Just another interesting way, instead of making it a penalty or a stick, make it a carrot. I thought that was pretty ingenious. So as we wrap this up, I want to remind you folks, do me a favor. If you have any of my books, take a selfie. Uh, I will include that on my wall, my inspirational wall. If you ever come to my office, you will check it out. Uh, again, uh, some great selfies. Thank you very much. And if you want to send me a note about what when what one rental at a time is meant to you, uh, I will likely print it out and put it on the board. Here's one I got yesterday. We bought our second rental on January 10th. 
just finished the rehab and signed the lease today. Thanks for all the information, books, podcasts, on, and YouTube. Love the guests. My wife teaches financial math and actually showed some of your YouTube clips with the Lumberjack and Dion. We were on the fence for so long, and you guys gave us the push. We needed to make it happen. Thanks for all you do, Lacey and Justin. That is the kind of stuff I love to hear. That's why I do this every single day. Uh, get your four cards. Uh, here's another picture. Take pictures in front of your rentals. And, of course, book pictures and selfies on the beach. Send me these. I will print them out, put them on my board so I see them every day when I come in and every day when I leave. Have a wonderful day. Today is Fed Day. Let's see what happens. Bye-bye.